responsible for the police shooting death of Breonna Taylor inside her own home in the middle of the night. Very rarely do black people get justice when it comes to police. Gunfire erupted last night during demonstrations in Louisville. Police said two officers were wounded, not life-threatening. Last night's situation could have been so much worse for our, our officers and for the people who were protesting when the gunfire rang out. The Louisville Grand Jury looked at the actions of three officers and indicted Brent Hankison for wanton endangerment, firing shots that went into an adjacent apartment, but no charges directly related to the fatal shooting of Taylor. Her family, as do I, think these proceedings were a sham proceeding that did not give Breonna Taylor a voice. She and her boyfriend had been awakened by police during a search warrant. He said he thought there were intruders and shot his gun once. Officers fired back. Self-defense, Kentucky's attorney general said yesterday. He noted a separate federal investigation is ongoing. Echoes of a quarter century ago, rage after a local prosecution failed to convict officers in the beating of Rodney King. Federal prosecution for civil rights violations did convict two of the officers. But former federal prosecutor, now Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson, sees significantly different facts in Louisville. I think the feds really want to find out what happened and if there's any kind of cover-up. That might lead to some additional charges. But I don't think you should hold your breath because the feds are going to come riding in to bring charges that the state didn't bring. There have been allegations the affidavit for a warrant to search Taylor's apartment had a mistruth. A postal inspector later denied he ever told police about packages of interest being delivered. I still don't think that would be enough for a homicide prosecution. Certainly it might be enough to fire officers or discipline officers or to change your practice. But unless you could show that there was some type of conspiracy to lie and cheat to get in that house so that they could start shooting at someone, I don't think you're going to see any charge like that at all. And looking live right now at downtown uh, Louisville, you can see people are gathering. The curfew that was largely ignored last night is to take effect again tonight. Now, again, uh, the themes that Lori Levinson raised, she is in agreement with the esteemed uh, civil rights attorney, Connie Rice, from whom we heard last night. Uh, seeing the need to take a closer look at some larger criminal justice system policies, such as the issuing of no-knock or night warrants, search warrants, in drug cases, especially in cases like Breonna Taylor's apartment, where there was only a tenuous link at best to the person who was under investigation. Reporting live, Patrick Keeley, NBC4 News. Back to All right, you. Uh, Patrick, thank you. So what's next for the Breonna Taylor case? Well, our partners at NBCLX spoke with attorney Michael Starr Hopkins, who says federal charges may still be possible. There is no statute of limitations on murder. And so these are charges that could be brought up potentially uh, under a different administration. And the federal government could bring charges for deprivation of liberty, which is a civil rights violation. We saw that in a lot of the cases that were charged against Klan members for murdering African-Americans, uh, the Emmett Till case and such. And so uh, we need to look at federal charges more seriously. You can watch the entire interview on LX.com or LX on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. Well, law enforcement returned to a home in Compton this week where a man died in a shootout with deputies two weeks ago. This time, deputies took a mother and two brothers into custody. And as NBC4's Ted Chen reports, family members say they also took money that was meant for funeral expenses. L.A. County Sheriff's deputies returned to the home today where two weeks ago they shot and killed 41-year-old Samuel Herrera. Family members and friends say that shooting was unjustified, and they say today deputies took money that was raised for funeral expenses for Herrera. That's how they 
as we head to the weekend because once we get to Sunday, there is going to be some major change in terms of the wind. Now, the wind has been pushing that smoke into the desert, so our friends near those foothill locations and up through Palmdale and the high desert getting that smoke day by day, and that's all because that wind has been coming out of the south or the southwest, as you can say, into those desert passes. We'll see the wind lighten up tonight, but then come back tomorrow as I put this in motion. You can see on Friday afternoon we get one more burst of wind coming in from the southwest before we get some changes here as we hit the Sunday. So as we hit the Sunday, not only will that wind direction change, but it's also going to warm those temperatures up. So while we've seen these conditions stay warm, we have not been as hot as what things are going to get here in the next few days. Now take a look at the smoke advisory. This is extended through tomorrow and just for the Bobcat fire. So while the firefighters uh, make progress, we are seeing progress in terms of where the smoke is staying. So only over the San Gabriel Mountains and some inland locations near Pasadena, Azusa, San Gabriel Valley, that's where you're seeing it. But Inland Empire, you are out of this advisory and that is the newest change. Now stay with us. We're going to be talking about a uh, big heat up here coming up. I know we've been talking about heat wave after heat wave all summer. Now we're in fall and we're entering our next one. So stay tuned. We're going to be talking about the timing of it in your first alert weather forecast as well as those seven days. I'll send it back to you. All right. We'll see you then, Shauna. Now to the latest on the coronavirus pandemic. L.A. County says they have issued more than 70 citations to businesses and organizations for violating health orders, mostly churches and gyms. Officials are also closely watching the numbers this week for a spike since the Labor Day holiday. That will determine if L.A. County can move into the state's next reopening phase. Riverside County reported 188 new cases today and six additional deaths, along with a lower number of active cases and hospitalizations. Riverside moved into the less restrictive red tier earlier this week. And new research shows younger adults are likely contributing to the spread of COVID-19. According to a new report from the CDC, between June and August, the incidence rate was highest among people between the ages of 20 and 29. And then positive cases among those over the age of 60 spiked across the South. The CDC says younger adults need to strictly follow all safety strategies in order to reduce the risk of infection and transmission. Well, the number of people filing for unemployment benefits for the first time was slightly higher than expected. The Labor Department reports that initial jobless claims last week came in at 870,000. That's 20,000 more than expected for those who claim benefits for two weeks or more. That number has dropped to 12.5 million. Well, could West Coast college football kick off soon? A decision expected from the Pac-12 at any moment. Unfair for kids from certain families. Parents push for a better L.A. Unified plan. Why they say their children aren't getting an equal shot. A secret underground man cave, the hidden room where transit workers were caught hanging out. We'll show you what was found inside. You asked me, how do I save money on my home loan? In Helena, out of the 15 year fixed that people who went 90% rated ADR, call and call alone at 800 918 9200. In Helena, caller smart. It only takes a second to look down at a text. But in that amount of time, you've already traveled this far without looking, which could be a problem for you and them. So the Hyundai Elantra can read your text messages out loud, keeping your eyes where it matters most. The Elantra by Hyundai, with more top safety awards than Honda or Toyota brand.
Thanks, John. That's facts. Carolyn, things happening by the minute. Meeting adjourned. The Pac-12 football and their fans smiling tonight. Uh, the report is the conference CEO, which is made up of the school's presidents and chancellors, have decided to play a seven-game schedule beginning November 6th, reversing an August decision to postpone all games, postpone them until spring. We're not sure what a schedule might look like, but reportedly the six teams in the north and the six teams in the south would play each other with a couple of crossover games. Of course, that would keep all the rivalries in place like USC-UCLA. The season would also culminate with a title game on December 19th, giving the winner a chance for the college football playoff. More details are expected to be announced at the top of the hour. There's a news conference, but right now it does appear the Pac-12 is back in business and they'll play football this fall which is great news for schools like USC and UCLA. They were expected to lose anywhere from 50 to $60 million without a season. All right, back to you in the studio. All right, more to come, Fred. Thank you for that. Well, families of some LAUSD students filing a lawsuit against the district claim its plan for distance learning is flawed. In this class action lawsuit, parents say the LAUSD's virtual learning program violates their children's constitutional rights to a basic public education. Now, they're not demanding a return to the classroom because of the pandemic. They want distance learning to be more like what students experience in person so their children don't fall behind. I wanted to make sure that she's going to be a game for 92-15 like they say. And I wanted to make sure that she is interacting with other students, too. She's not just listening to them. Now, the group says other major districts in the state are engaging with students more frequently than LAUSD and that minority students are being hit the hardest. Now, in a statement, the LAUSD says the district has not been served with a lawsuit yet, but officials say since the school closed in March, LA Unified has been working to bridge the digital divide, ensuring all students have devices and access to the Internet. It has also sought innovative ways to engage students online. All right, NBC4 wants to make sure you have all the tools you need for successful distance learning. The Education Department's our section of our website has everything you need to know about COVID-19 and how it impacts your child's school district. Just visit NBCLA.com slash education. Well, get ready for some more 60 storm closures in Chino. Starting tonight, Caltrans will be shutting down all lanes on the eastbound 60 freeway between Central and Mountain Avenues. Those closures will begin at 10 tonight, last through 5 a.m., and on Friday night, the freeway will be closed in the opposite direction during those same hours. The closures are part of a continuing bridge replacement project in the area. All right, you can find a lot of things in a New York City subway station, uh, but what about a secret man cave? That's what transit authority investigators say they found hidden under New York's famed Grand Central Station. You see it there, a room outfitted with a refrigerator, microwave, futon, even a flat screen TV, right? Three workers are accused of setting up this room using transit authority resources. They have now been suspended. And taking a live look from San Pedro, beautiful view here. Meteorologist Shauna Mendiola tracking your first alert forecast. Shauna. Hi there. Happy Thursday. It is nice and blue outside for a lot of you. Close to the foothills, yes, we do have smoke, but the air quality has definitely changed and improved in the last week. And we are seeing temperatures stay pretty stable. It is about 83 degrees right now outside in L.A. We are seeing some 90s in the valley, so still a hot day ahead. Um, and we've got 95 in the desert, where it's also in the 90s in the Inland Empire. But no triple digits yet. That is going to happen as we head to the weekend. Just wanted to give you a little tease and um, a little bit of a heads up that we are going to see temperatures rise here in the next few days. 
Now, tonight, we are going to see those temperatures cool, so don't worry. You can leave those windows open here, get some fresh air. If you live, again, close to the beaches, that's where the air quality is going to be a, a little bit better. But if you live near those fires, again, be aware. We still have wildfire smoke, and you're going to want to protect your lungs there. And even if you don't see or smell it, it is in the air. So here's your temperatures ahead. 72 at sunset. A sunset a little bit earlier tonight, 647, and it will continue to get earlier and earlier here as we head to winter. Cooler and clearer as we head to this night. Uh, we've got 67 degrees here in L.A. And tomorrow morning, some patchy clouds clearing fast for you here, about 65 as we start our day tomorrow. So temperatures stay pretty consistent. We are not going to see much change till we get to about Saturday, and that's when we'll transition over to some warmer temperatures. Now, smoke is still going to be in the air. We've got some changes. Again, smoke advisory just near the Bobcat Fire, so things near the El Dorado Fire, as they get better, are improving in terms of that smoke going away and getting pushed off into the low desert. And then we've got that heat coming. When is it coming? Well, it looks like Sunday is going to be the start of some hot and dry weather. We are in fall, but we get those typical Santa Ana winds. Now, this round is not going to be strong, but it is going to be strong enough to heat us up and keep it that way for several days. So there's your trend. Burbank, 80s from now through Sunday, 90s as we head to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, very hot, and 99. And if it's hot in the valleys, it's going to be really hot in the Inland Empire. We've got triple-digit heat coming, and we could be breaking some records. Now, here's the pattern. So another ridge of high pressure coming back in. That's going to come on Sunday, and that's going to be the peak of the heat, bringing that warmth our way here, not just for us in Southern California. Notice how that ridge is pretty high and strong, so that's going to bring that even up into Northern California and into Washington. Um, it is going to be a concern in terms of fire threat, so we're going to watch that for you here in the next seven days. We are dry. Now, hopefully we change that up here. We are looking forward to some rain possibly in October, so it's going to take some time. But for now, with the heat and the dry weather, we are going to continue to watch some fire threats in Southern California. Good news is that wind is not going to be too gusty, and if it was, it would make the fire um, activity pretty erratic. With a little bit of wind, of course, it does fan the flames, but what it's really going to do here in the next few days is overall just going to dry us up and heat our, te our temperatures up as well. So L.A. Orange County, from 80s to 90s we go. We will be in the upper 90s for some of you, and that includes the valleys and the Inland Empire, where, again, I'll step out of the way to show you, we've got triple-digit heat coming back your way on Sunday. It's not going to take that long. We've got about two days to enjoy the quote-unquote cooler weather before we heat things up for you. High desert, look for triple-digit heat as soon as we hit Sunday. Triple-digit heat already in the low desert, but it's going to get hotter. And here's your mountain forecast, everyone. We are looking at some 70s for the next couple days, and then Sunday it all changes. We'll be back in the 80s in the higher peaks, and those winds will pick up too. So stay with us. We'll have another look at your forecast coming up. Enjoy this pleasant weather, as you can call it, before we start heating things up once again. All right, back to you. All right, some extra cheddar for a special pizza delivery driver. <laughs> the incredible tip one couple gave him and his emotional response. But first, kicking off the Saturday Night Live season, the host for the fall debut and the popular performer who will take the musical stage for the first time. So I do feel like I'm a part of that just dance.